What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Jaden. And this is Haley. Welcome back to Pursuing with the Pips. Yes, uh, we're so excited that you guys have joined us again. And before we jump in, we just want to remind you to follow us, like us, share, leave a rating and review. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can probably tell my voice sounds a little different today. I'm fighting a little bit of a cough. Uh, I mowed the yard a few yards like a week ago, and then I've been working every single day since then. And I don't know what it is, but I just can't really seem to kick this cough. And so Haley just prayed for me. So we're going to believe that I'll make it through this podcast without interrupting a hundred times. Yep. And I was like, stop coughing. And then I remembered, oh, a few months ago I had COVID and literally coughed for like all night long. And he stayed up to, stayed up with me like a sweet angel. So I don't need to tell him to stop coughing. Yeah, that was like four days in a row. I'm so, we were just talking about that the other day. I'm so glad we made it through that time. It was, so, <laughs> it was a rough little time we had. Yes, but we're so excited to be back on the podcast. Um, I was really trying to convince Jaden to let me do a little intro in a funny voice. Don't change it yet. But there's this voice that I could do an entire podcast with, and I, r- <laughs> I really want to do it. <laughs> it's the chipmunk voice. And I said I could do an entire podcast in this voice, and I love it. And I'm not doing this on my own. It's an effect, obviously. I wish I could, because I would talk like this all the time. <laughs> I told her no one would listen. He said no one would listen. I said, yes, they would. No, they wouldn't. That would get They'd annoying love in it. like two seconds. They'd but love it'd it. be funny if maybe for like the people who... <laughs> know me, know. maybe? No, I'm just kidding. It'd be funny. <laughs> anyway, we're so excited to be back on the podcast this week. Thank you for listening. And Jaden... Um, presented this topic this week so go ahead and tell us what we're going to be talking about oh it's my turn (laughs) so today we're talking about making time when we hardly have any and making time for the things that are important and i'm not sure what we're going to name it i told Haley, i don't know about this title i'm not it's just a title i might just say it's time to make time right Mm -mm. yeah um because you know we're both kind of in really busy seasons right now like especially this week even and maybe even next week but like for you you're kind of busy like very busy right now for like a month or two months or like six years <laughs> so are you yeah but you have like a lot going on and so we both really relate to this topic making time for the things that matter yeah and it's really really important because you know we can get caught up in our lives doing the day-to-day stuff and miss out on things that God has for us and the things that God wants for us and having a relationship with him and taking care of our families and the mm-hmm. things that you know, God ordained family and marriage and he ordained our relationship with him and we need to take care of those things. Yeah. And it's easy to get caught up in day-to-day life and just kind of forget about them or be too tired to mess with them or, you know, even this podcast, sometimes we can push it to the back burner when this is where God, yeah. you know, I feel like God's using this podcast, but if we're not diligent to make time for it, it can get out of, you know, it can slip through the cracks. And so. Exactly. And it's not always like we've been so busy, like we genuinely haven't had time to do it until right now. Right. And like, it can feel like, oh, I don't want to do this, or right. oh, I don't, not just about the podcast, but about everything, but doing what you feel like God's called you to do, even when it's hard, it's so rewarding. Yes, you're just developing discipline, you know, doing mm-hmm. the hard, doing the things that, maybe they're not even hard things, but they're just the, you know, routine things you do over and over to to build that grit and build that relationship, just like reading your Bible and, you know, spending time in prayer and putting your phone down and talking to your wife or your husband, you know, for 30 minutes, you know, stuff like that. do not take much. Yeah. But it's just little stuff that we it's easy to blow off, you know. Exactly. And um, making time for what matters. We're not just talking about reading your Bible and praying and stuff, which is the number one things that matter. But also just like what Jaden said, like talking to your spouse or 
hanging out with your family, like doing things that God has called you to do and be number one, you know, because number one, we're committed to him and um, number two, our families. And he's called us to our own families and to our uh, household. And we're not just supposed to put that on the back burner. Absolutely. And as Christians and, you know, our marriage, I've said this before, and I, I don't think I came up with this. I've heard it. And it's true. Our marriage is our first ministry. You know, mm-hmm. how I treat you and how you treat me, how we serve one another, how we love one another, how we say sorry, how we put what I want to do down because I want to take care of what you want to do. You know, that's our first ministry. Right. And we don't have kids yet, but if you do have kids, that's also a ministry. You know, you're you have you're impacting somebody who's gonna take that with them the rest of their life, showing them Jesus, you know, letting your kids see you with an open Bible, letting your kids see you praying, letting your kids you know, praying with them before they go to bed. You know, whatever. I don't know what age your kids are, but just showing them, spending time with them, having just being a ministry to them in the way you raise them, in the way you interact with them, and how you live your life in front of them. Yeah, I actually just wrote a paper on that. Oh, really? In school, it was about like um, the importance of family relationships and how. Yes. Um, so we we're talking about people in ministry, you know, obviously, and like because that's what I'm in school for, but it's like people in ministry and churches and stuff like that and how it's important to focus on your ministry at home more, you know? And there was a quote that my professor said that was like, it's a tragedy to be faithful in your ministry at church, but faithless in your ministry at home. That's good stuff. Because number one, that's just out of order. Yes. And number two, what does that say to your family? Right. Because even if you're doing good things for God, but you're putting them on the back burner. What's that saying to them? They're saying, well, they care about those other people more than they do me. Or not necessarily that they care more, but it's like they wouldn't, they don't give me the time of day and they give them, you know, so like, am I important to them? You know, it can just make your family feel like, who am I? You know, like I'm somebody too, you know, and I need your love and I need your attention and your focus and your prayer as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, they're the people who know you the best. Mm-hmm. And so how you treat them speaks a lot about who you are at, your, at, the, at the core, you know. And and also, I feel like it's easier to minister and it's easier to focus on people, you know, that God is when you, and, you know, people outside of your family, I'm trying to say, you know. It's easier yeah. to, to help people and to minister to people outside of your, your circle, your family, when you have a strong family life. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you have a good relationship with your wife and when, you, and when you're training your kids up well, it's easier for you to to love on people outside the home. But if you're coming from a place of brokenness inside your own home, it makes it more of a struggle to live for God and to walk in ministry outside yeah. the home. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, and especially, obviously, we don't have children. Right. But just, like, from experience of on the outside looking into some families, like, um, the exact, like, kids are watching you, I guess you could say, and, and spouse. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if they're, like, well, they act like this at church mm. Ooh, and at home they act Ooh. like this, you know? And like yes. to them, that's just saying like, well, why would I, why would I do that? You know what I'm saying? Right. And you're, that shows your kids, okay, mom and dad's a little bit of a hypocrite. Yeah. You know, like, like I, I've, I've heard people say that before. Yeah. And it, yeah, go ahead. No, it's fine. Go. Yeah. So that's a really good point. I mean, yeah. that's all I was going to say about that. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. And it's just like. We have to remember that our first focus is our family, and yes. our family is a ministry. It's our ministry, how we treat them. And, like, part of my ministry, like, part of my worship to God is being a good wife and right. a good, um, and my whole entire family, you know, a good daughter, just a good 
granddaughter. You know what I'm saying? Just yes. being a good family member. Someone just that it just starts with you. Your ministry starts with you. Right. And I know it can be hard sometimes because a lot of times when we're with our family, we let our guard down. Yes, exactly. And it's okay. Like, you know, your family knows you know, all they, sides of you. And they know they're going to forgive you. Or you know yeah. they're going to forgive you. And stuff sometimes. Like some people. Yeah. yeah. True. <laughs> but like sometimes I know that it's okay because like when you're around, like when I'm around you, I know that I can let my guard down and I don't have to always be. Right. You know, like I don't have to always 100% be okay. Like around you is whenever I can kind of um, let loose and like. You're comfortable. Uh, I'm comfortable, yeah. And I can cry around you. I can, you know, but yeah. sometimes I can also have my guard down where I get snippy and mm-hmm. like stuff like that. So we just have to remember it's okay to let your guard down because those, like your spouse, especially, they know all sides of you and that's okay. Right. Um, but I just think it's important to also treat them in a godly manner, not yep. just because they're your spouse and like they're your, um, you're comfortable with them doesn't mean you can like let all your anger and stuff like out on them. If that yes, makes sense. You it know? does. You're, you're spitting facts and you know, our, our number one, um, priority and our number one thing in life is our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But right behind that is how does that relationship with God affect our relationship with our family, our relationship with our friends, our relationship with people we don't know, our relation, you know, so I think it's exactly the yeah. line we're coming up. You know, we're, we're expected by God, you know, I'm, I hope I'm saying that right, to make sure our marriages are taken care of, to make sure our kids are taken care of and they see Jesus. And, yeah. you know, like you said, not just our, our spouses and children, but also everybody in our family and also then our friends and also then people who don't know us. You know, we want to mm-hmm. portray that image of Christ not because we're putting on a front, but like you said, when we let our guard down with our family and we're living for Jesus and we're showing Jesus, yeah. that's that means it's you. Like it's okay to let your guard down with your Absolutely. family. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. But there's still a way to do so and live. Yeah. It's Christ-like, just, you know what I'm saying? And like, but I think it all goes back to that number one of making time for what matters. And the number one thing that we need to make time for is our personal relationship with absolutely, God. Absolutely, yeah. And our personal relationship, our personal time with Him, and making time to read our Bibles in the morning, making time to have prayer. And um, that's what's going to change us in our character to be that person that can have a, be a godly role model in their family. Yes, that's, the, that's exactly where I was going with that. And you hit it right on the head. That when we let our guard down and we still walk and and portray Christ and live Christ like with our family, that means that He is changing us, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's easy for us to put on a, a a face in front of people we don't know, but when we get alone, like just me and you, and our guards down, and you still see Christ in me, and right. I still see Christ in you, that's when we know that Jesus is changing us, and it's awesome, it's beautiful, and it's all it's even more awesome to me because you know me, you've seen the worst parts of me, you've seen the best parts of me, and um, it's like whenever you see the change in me, you right. know what I'm saying? Like whenever I let my guard down, but you see, you handle that situation differently than you would have in the right. past or you act, you like change for the better, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing to see like your spouse being changed by Christ, like in the yes, things the that God thing does, because I know it's. Like I said, it's okay to not be okay, you right. know, in front of your spouse because those are your people. That's who you're supposed to go to when right. you're not okay. You know what I'm saying? And so don't take it away. Don't take away like, oh, well, for, I have to be perfect in front of my family now. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, that's we're, not what we're saying. I hope you kind of get what we're saying. Like, 
it's okay to not be okay. It's okay for me to let my guard down. It's okay for me to cry to him when I'm having a bad day. It's okay for me to tell him when I'm angry. But also, I should be moving forward in my own relationship with Christ so that then he can see a difference in the way I yes. handle situations as well. Right. It's it's basically don't neglect mm-hmm. the ministry of your family. And too. he shouldn't see a different side of me. Like he shouldn't see a bad side of me. Not that, I don't know if this is making sense. Like obviously there are, I'm going to have bad days. Right. But I shouldn't act a totally different way to you than I do to the world. Right. That's what I'm trying to get yeah, at. You know, exactly. I should be the same person. But with you, you know, I can just be my full self. Yes, exactly right. And, and you know, no person is exactly is perfect right now. You know, mm-hmm. like nobody is perfect. And so don't expect your wife to be perfect. And don't expect yourself to be perfect. Don't expect your spouse to be perfect, I should say. Yeah. And don't expect yourself to be perfect. Um, but take note of those things. You know, you're going to see as, as you both open up and as you both pursue Christ together and, you know, with your kids and everybody, you're going to see imperfect people being changed being changed, being changed. And it's an awesome thing. Pay attention to those things, to yeah. your own life and to your spouse and to your kids and to your family. Pay attention. When they're letting their guard down and you see that their life is, is different than it was in the past because of what Jesus is doing in them, you know, encourage call it out. Them, encourage yeah. them. Exactly. I'm sure there are things that, I mean, obviously I'm not perfect, but I'm sure there are things that you can see now that I have changed than a few years ago. 100%. You know I'm what sure I'm saying? Versa. Like, um, maybe I, like I have so much homework right now, you know, yeah. and I'm so stressed out about it, but probably a few years ago I would have started panicking and like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And now I'm trying to not let, to let that get the best of me right. and like take over how I treat you or, you right. know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, I think that all stems from our personal time, our personal relationship. Yeah, so kind of make it a full circle here, uh, getting back to it's time to make time. There's something that I think we heard at church camp like a long time ago. Yep. Um, and it's a phrase. It's called bento, okay? I was literally like 14 and I still remember it. Yes, me too. I don't know why it stuck with me all this time, but it's bento, B-I-N-T-O. It's built in, not tacked on. Mm-hmm. And I think some, maybe the guy was preaching about it and talking about the same thing, like making time to spend time with God, making time to read your Bible, making time to pray, making time for God in your life. And the key to this bento is that you're not just tacking on reading your Bible and praying wherever you can fit it at the end of your day or wherever, you know, you're building this relationship with God. You're building it into your day. You're building it into your week. You're building it into your life. You're not just going to church whenever you feel like it. You're going to church whenever you can get there. Like Mm -hmm. whenever you're not working for me, you know, like most people are off, but you're reading your Bible, not just whenever you wake up in time or maybe before before you go to bed, you're reading your Bible every day. You're getting up early to get in your Bible and to pray because it's built into your day. It's mm-hmm. built into your life, making time for the things that matter. Yeah, I'd say that's something that I definitely have struggled with over the years of just saying, oh, well, dang it, I didn't have time this morning. I, I'll do it later, and then later never comes. You right, know what I'm exactly. saying? And that's what tacking and so on that's, is. Yeah, exactly. Just having it built into your day. But, I mean, that's just like anything else. Like, spending time and creating a personal relationship with God is just like working out. You're working out spiritually, and it's just like it is physically. Like, you have to have discipline. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning, it is not easy, you know? That's something that you have to create. You have to find what works for you. Because you will lose motivation. Yeah. You have to find what works for you and what is the best time to build it into your schedule. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be the same time as us, right. but just making sure it's built in and not just tacked on to whatever, because it's a lot harder to um, 
actually complete something that's tacked on other than what's built into your schedule yes, already. Godly, holy habits, we'll call it. Yeah, and like we said, dis- it's all about discipline. Um, when it comes to working out, you know, and this is the same thing spiritually. Discipline and motivation are not the same thing because you might be motivated one day. And mm-hmm. motivation, motivation is a great feeling Ooh, to be motivated. Motivation, <laughs> motivation woo, it's a great feeling. But when the motivation is gone, man, it's tough to do something. Absolutely. That's where discipline comes in. And discipline is saying, I'm doing this even when I'm not motivated to mm-hmm. do it. Because motivation comes and goes. Everybody knows that. You're right. Everybody sees that. Um, I'll get motivated. It's easy to get motivated to uh, work out every single day and for a week. And you're like, woo, this was good. Mm-hmm. And then next week comes around and you're like, oh, I don't want to get up at that time and go work out. You know, like that's tough. But that's where discipline comes in. And discipline says, I don't feel motivated right now, yeah. but I'm going to do it anyway. And that's what creates tougher people that's what builds the muscle that's what builds um the character in you that's what builds the relationship we got relationship and that's what it takes discipline being disciplined in building your relationship with god even when the motivation is not there yep and it is the most important thing in our lives Mm -hmm. you know and something i've said before and i'll bring it up here Sorry, I had to clear my throat. That's the first time I've ever. Uh, <laughs> okay. One thing I, I've said before, and I'll say it again here, is that you know people won't leave their house without getting their coffee, or they won't leave their house without brushing their teeth first. They won't leave their house without taking a shower, something like that. Yeah. But if you wake up late, you're still going to brush your teeth. You know, are you really going to still read your Bible? Are you really going to mm-hmm. still get a devotion in? Are you really going to still take time to pray? Like, how important really is it? It is the most important thing, you know? Exactly. And I, there's just one scripture I wanted to read here. I'm sure we could go through a lot of them, but uh, one scripture is in James chapter 4, verse 14. It says, Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. And so here, James is talking about how short our lives are and how fast they go by. And, you know, are we making time for the things that really matter? Yeah. You know, I think that's what I want to draw to that scripture is our lives are short. Are we really going to live our lives filling our lives with things, just day-to-day things that really amount to nothing. When you get to the end of your life, are you going to be like Paul, where Paul said, you know, I've ran the race, um, I've kept the faith, you know, I look back on my life and I see all that God has done in me and I, I'm, I'm content, I'm ready to go and be with Him in heaven. Or you can look back on your life and say, man, I wish I would have gave it more. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have took time to do the little things. Where would I be if I had have read my Bible every day? You know, if, what, if, where would I be if I had have really committed to God? Where would I be? if things would have been different. Yeah, and um, I had a scripture come to mind, and I wanted to read it because we were just talking about like how spiritual discipline is the same as like natural discipline, yeah. like the gym. And there's a scripture in 1 Timothy 4, 8. says, For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Absolutely. And like me, I've been convicted by this before. Like God's like, you make sure you don't miss you're running in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, you make sure you'll wake up early to make sure that you don't miss that before you have something to do that day. But sometimes you'll think, oh, I just didn't have to, I, di- I didn't wake up in time enough to read my Bible, mm-hmm. you know, like yep. it was so easy for me to say, um, I'm going to set my alarm an hour early so I can go in and run. But when it's coming to read my Bible, I'm like, uh, I'll get up a couple minutes early. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what is that? Set an hour early to run spiritually. Exactly. And so 
that's just, I love that scripture because it's saying physical training is of some value, but godliness has way more value. Yes. And so it's awesome to work out. It's awesome to uh, do those things. But what's more important is reading the Bible. So right. it, um, I had to come to terms of being like, okay, I'm going to do, I would love to work out. I love to run in the mornings, but what's more important to me? Yep. I can still run, but I still need to, I need to put in the same dedication to um, more, you know, yeah, more dedication, more but yeah. the same amount of um, effort yes. into my Bible time and personal devotion Absolutely. to God. Yeah, because when you get to the end of your life and you look back, you're probably not going to say, man, I wish I would have ran a couple more miles. Yeah. But you might say, man, I wish I would have spent a couple more minutes every exactly. day with God. You know, I wish I would have spent more time with Him. I wish I would have spent more time in prayer. I wish I would have told more people about Jesus. Exactly. And so we hope to just encourage you guys today. Uh, to take time for the things that really matter in your life. Yep. So thank you for listening to the podcast today. Um, remember to go like us on Facebook and give us a good review on whatever platform you're listening on. We appreciate you and thanks for pursuing with us. Thanks for pursuing with us. <laughs>